Get Up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it on, turn it up, you're my radio. Here's Paul and Woody for Maccas. Try McCafe's best blend yet at a McCafe drive-thru near you. How do you beat sending people to Ed Sheeran? Oh, uh, I cannot wait. What this is, have you done? This is, this is big. It's not like you're giving away a car battery. No, 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 no. Because no. quite often you lead Hobart on. No. I'm going to deliver on this one. Oh, you're this smiling. Is, I don't... No, I am so pumped about this because... Yeah, I... I look, it's going to make more sense at 8 o'clock, but... Oh, how much do I say? Oh, see, this is what happens when I'm not in control. Oh, overseas. Going overseas. Oh, God, yeah. A one trip or... Oh, it's... Is it multiple? You're going to get a choice. You're going to get a choice. I don't know what is going on. Are you into your tropical sort of stuff? Are you into your hardcore partying? You can decide. This is 8 o'clock this morning. If you're calling overseas a trip to Melbourne... No, no, no. Passport required. So you go to Adelaide. <laughs> like my friend from Adelaide thought you need a passport to get to Dazzy. <laughs> Poor girl. Oh. All right, so that's coming up. Yes. We've also got tickets to the movies at Huge. 6.40. Yep. But next, are we really going to do I this? I think we've got to discuss this job because I didn't I know this was a job. I didn't know you could get paid to watch people get it on. Just the way you say that yeah. is so creepy. You can get paid to watch people get it. I'm not talking about online. I'm talking in front of you in the room. It's legal? Yeah. Okay. Right after this, Calvin Harris, 7 past 6 on Hobart Sit, 100.9. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. 10 past 6, Hobart Sit, 100.9, Paul and Woody. It's a real job. Now, I know there's a bit of a jobs crisis in Tasmania. I know that the unemployment rate is just uh, not acceptable. It's not acceptable. No. And I think we're lied to a bit as well, because when unemployment rates are independently audited, they're often a lot higher, because you can't include someone on an employment list if they only do an hour's work a week. Right. So do you think unemployment is actually higher than what we're being made? It's got to be. Yeah, okay. I mean, look, if you're an individual that thinks that if Doris does one hour a week, then she's fully employed, well then, okay, be happy with a 5% rate. See, I didn't realise that. I didn't realise that that was classed as employment if you do an hour. If you do an hour's work a week. Because even casual isn't. Like, when I was um, back at uni Mm. and I was working casual hours, it might be eight hours a week. That's not... You're just like someone that's fully employed as far as the statistics go. I was earning next to nothing. Yeah. So that's why... That's why I was eating boiled rice and tomato sauce. Well, that's why we need job creation here in the state. And I've got a job that I didn't know was a job, and I reckon people will queue up to do this job. Mm. You get paid to watch people get it on. Okay. God. Why do I feel like you're handing in your resignation today? It's... <laughs> It's been described as a space for people to openly explore their eroticism. And that's being explained by a GP who is also a sexological bodywork expert. Is that, is that a made-up job title? Like what, I made a sexological bodywork expert? I, I made up customer service executive. I was a call centre chief. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Is that... Yeah. Um, it's like the guy with the stop or slow sign that is in traffic management. Do you... 
Do you study this at uni? Like, how does... Well, well I don't know if you have to be a GP. Okay. I'm hoping that there's a fast-track process where in which oh. you can do an online course. I'm sure there are many fast-track processes. <laughs> and you can become a sexological bodywork uh. expert. Um, now, as a sexological bodywork expert, you may sit in a room and watch someone go solo. <laughs> Paul. And before they go solo, you have a casual chat with them. Oh, just... Um, and it's up to them whether or not they want to take all their clothes off. Whatever floats your boat, I suppose. Why did... What are you... Uh, it's where sex education is taught to adults. All right. And this is some... I'm, I'm quoting now a doctor that's a GP and a sexological bodywork expert. We live in a hypersexualized but sexually repressed society at the same time. My role is to create an open and supportive space for clients to be curious and learn about their body and arousal. Did they miss sex ed? Did they miss the tampon in the water? Because that's what, that's what my sex ed was. They got yeah. a cup of water and showed us what a tampon would look like filled with water. That was my sex well, ed. Well, mine was... Then there was um, the banana. A rather large man who was our sex ed teacher who doubled as a maths teacher. What? And he put a condom on a banana. Oh, I thought you were no. <laughs> I, now, why he chose to have the banana in his pocket, I have okay, no idea. Okay, don't say that. Right. The unusual therapy <laughs> is used to treat any gender, sexual preference, culture, or age. Okay? Yeah. It can involve touch, body mapping. Body, I don't even know what that is. Um, now, yes, you do sit there and you watch people go solo. But this particular service also supports couples. Right. And groups. Is groups like, you know how you can do group PT because you can't afford the one-on-one? So oh, right. You and you, so you get Gary group. and you book Gary, but then 10 of your friends. <laughs> right. Yeah, is that what it's like? I guess it could be. You know, if you and the blokes at the footy team <laughs> are all having the same trouble <laughs> at home... I don't know, like, I think there are other words for groups of people <laughs> in a room. Quarter past six, Hobart's hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Paul and Woody. Sometimes what? What are you laughing at? Uh, there's a story we're going to talk about a little bit later about Justin Bieber just uh, trying to pick a girl off Instagram. I want that one. I know. <laughs> oh. And she took screenshots I mean, of the inbox. Oh, Justin, you don't need to. You don't need to jump on social media and pick one that way. You can walk up the street and get one. Oh, why are we calling us women one? Like, I used one of those um, online services on Saturday night. What services? <laughs> what? What do no, you? When you want to get a meal delivered to your house, but that particular restaurant doesn't offer. Home delivery. Yeah. So you go on the dialer meal and then a little guy goes and gets it for Why you. Why is it a little guy? I don't know. Um, and I think <laughs> that's what Justin thinks Instagram is. Well, yeah. He, he would scroll through. Yeah. And, and it's like to, a menu lock. Yeah, he wants to get Jessica delivered to his house. <laughs> it's great. We're going to talk about it. We're going to tell you all about this girl. In Trending Now in 15. It's Paul and Woody podcast. Twenty-six past six on Hobart's hit one hundred point nine. Paul and Woody, we've got tickets to the movies in ten. Trending now next when we're going to talk about 
how Justin Bieber orders his girls online. Yes. And there's screenshot proof. And also I've got information on naughty, naughty Paulini. Remember last week we reported that there were some allegations that Paulini was driving on a fake licence supplied to her by the licensed people. To seven years jail for this. And she's in the musical bodyguard at the moment. Well, I've got the next instalment. How was Paulini getting around on the weekend? Uh, And just before we go to the news, how's our... I haven't asked for a while. How's the carrier of our show baby going? Oh, God. I let her choose what movie we saw at the cinema on Saturday. Don't say let. Like, Mm. as though that's a treat. But usually, I am entertainment's officer. When it comes to our relationship... I am entertainment's officer. You're her keeper, that's for she sure. She takes care of finance. I take care of entertainments. Oh, my God. Oh, and she chose to see Annabelle Creation. Well, I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's about a doll that comes to life. And oh, she loves that stuff. Uh, if I was you, I would sleep with one eye open, especially because she's pregnant at the moment too. So should it concern <laughs> me that we've got a doll in the bed between us now? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Mama! Mama! It's like, does that doll talk? No. It's Paul and Woody podcast. College welcomes inquiries for grade three, 2018. Stop. It's not funny. Don't, Paul, it's not. I knew I shouldn't have shown you that just before we went on air. Tom Cruise is too old to do his own stunts. I'm going to talk about it in trending now, but it's not funny. He's hurt himself. Did he try to run after he'd hurt himself? Yes. Still had to get the take. Still got to get the take, guys. He's a professional. 15 the top with a shower or two. 16 tomorrow with rain developing in the city. We're on nine. Trending now at hit.com.au. That is what I was going to talk about. That Tom Cruise has injured himself during a building jumping stunt <laughs> on the London set of Mission Impossible 6 on Sunday. So he's attempted to leap from one building to another. How, you know how you see it all the time. Mm-hmm. And he's got the rigging of... He's got he's attached to something. Like fishing line or something. Yeah, it looks like a fishing line. But what he's done is as he's run and jumped, it hasn't carried him far enough and he's slammed into the side of the building. And that's not funny. He's only a little guy. I know he is. I think the fact that he was trying to jump with the phone books that he has to stand on for most of the scenes. (laughs) And then he, it seems that he hit his leg the wrong way. So he climbed up sort of off the edge of the building and then tried to run. But one of his legs had sort of gone a bit limp. Yes. (laughs) He's He's hurt himself, Paul. Like, you can't be laughing at this. You're evil. Oh, <laughs> you're an evil person. Trending. You're not even going to get through this I segment. I can't believe are you? you. Yeah, it's there. You see it. Oh my god, how funny is it going to be when that scene comes up in the actual movie? <laughs> the, the people will be in hysterics. <laughs> you will be. It doesn't take much. Okay, Pauline. Last week she was yeah. charged for driving on a fake license that May allegedly had been supplied to her by some sort of official, some New South Wales government official. How did she get around on the weekend? Because she's performing in Brisbane at the moment. She's doing Whitney Houston's part in The Bodyguard. Please tell me she got an Uber. She has a driver. Oh, okay. And she sits in the passenger seat. And the paps were there when she got out of the passenger seat and she was smirking. (laughs) Trending. Mr. Bean has the most Facebook likes of anyone. What? He's taken over from Taylor Swift and Katy Perry for the most Facebook likes. 
He has over 74.44 million, million Facebook likes. Most of it, I've checked it out this morning, are videos, just short clips from his series that are getting over 42,000 shares. I wonder if this is an official Mr Bean site or is this one that someone's just started putting clips on there? Because is there a Mr Bean corporate machine anymore? I mean, they haven't made any Mr Bean forever. All it is is at Mr Bean. Has it got the tick? Yeah, it's got the tick. Wow. <laughs> Trending. The bloke that wrote Four Weddings and a Funeral in Love actually was also responsible for Mr Bean. He's worth a fortune. Justin Bieber has taken to Instagram to select his next girl. I don't like this. He uses it like it's a menu. Oh, don't. He does. He doesn't. All he does is get on Instagram, finds one he likes, and then orders it. And says, I want that one. Um, There was a gym. Oh, there was. There is a gym in Georgia, USA. And the gym posted a photo of a girl. Turns out that she's the receptionist. It wasn't like a skimpy photo or anything. He was just standing there in the gym. And he sent an inbox to the gym. And the reason why we know this is because the girl in question is the receptionist who runs the social media account. And he wrote, Who is that girl? The one in the last pick. Okay. Question nice. mark. And Very she's direct. responded by saying that she's happy with what she's got and she's posted lots of photos of her with her boyfriend. Oh, that's nice. Her boyfriend that Trending. won't be feeling at all insecure today. <laughs> you know what it's like? It is like going, I'll have the chicken and cashews, hold the cashews. That's what he's like on Instagram. Mm. We're not on there just to be, for you to partake in, Justin Bieber. I'm Although, sorry, if no, you do want to see just, me. I um, getting my order ready hey. oh. later on. Oh. I wonder if that one comes in brunette. That's too far. Paul and Woody. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. 18 away from 7. Hey! Hits Paul and Woody. Spin that wheel. Stack of games on the wheel, whatever we split up is what we're playing today. We are playing for a double pass to the movies to see The Dark Tower. <gasps> Starring Idris I challenge you to a dance off Alba. Matthew McConaughey. It's in cinemas August 17th. It's a Stephen King. I went and saw Annabelle Creation on the weekend, which is a bit of a horror movie. Um, not very good, but the preview beforehand was the new version of Stephen King's It. Yeah. Where in which Stephen King does like a two-minute piece to camera in the preview explaining why he wanted to remake it and then they show like a three-minute scene from it. And Stephen King is in form. Really? Yeah. That's why I think The Dark Tower would be really good. We'll get ready to call 13, 12, 16. Annabelle Creation, on the other hand. Ugh. Well, your girlfriend liked it. Yeah. It had Anthony LaPaglia in it. Really? And Miranda Otto, two Australians playing two Americans, a couple. Is that weird? And Anthony LaPaglia's looking a bit Russell Crowe. Oh, she's just so charming. Now, I remember Anthony LaPaglia used to be quite manly. And, yeah. But all I could see was this sort of veranda hanging over his belt. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, you are so cruel. You're so judgmental. I'm sorry. I can't believe you're breeding. It really concerns <laughs> you me. Well, my child won't necessarily be as judgmental as I yes, am. Yes, he will. This is why I'm going to have to step in. This is why I'm going to have to call child protection. No, services. we're going to be those parents that when the baby's born, no one's allowed near the baby. No. And if you are going to come near the baby, you've got to use hand sanitizer. See, you've got to. You're going to be too. You're going to go too far. You are. What do you mean? Oh, your kids will end up like Michael Jackson's kids. You know, they always had their faces covered and... Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And then eventually I'll go down to the Grand Chancellor and dangle my baby over the balcony. (laughs) You know how you said to me, can you let me know if I've become one of those people? Yes. Where you always talk about the baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've become that person. I haven't had the baby yet. I know, which concerns me. Yeah, but I get... Oh, no, I know oh, what you're yawn. talking about, but there's a lot of middle-aged women that work in this office. Don't call them middle-aged; it's a horrible word. Oh, okay, there's a lot of women that are they're just in women. the middle of their lives. So again, and they always want to talk to me about the baby. So what am I going to do? I always get accused of being rude to my co-workers as it is. So at least I can talk to them about something I want to talk about. And do you talk to them about their lives, their children? Who? See, that's what I mean. You're that person. You are. The name of the game is What Are You Wearing? Okay, so 13, 12, 16. Yes. We just want to know what you're wearing today. We're going to try and guess what you're doing. If we can't, you're off to the movies. The Dark Tower. It's a quarter to seven on Hobart's hit. 100.9, Paul and Woody. I've been here. It's Paul and Woody podcast. 11 away from seven, Hobart's hit. 100.9, Paul and Woody. Paul and Woody, so what are you wearing? Did I just see that as your screensaver? What? A picture of your unborn child? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's uh, the latest uh, ultrasound. It's like a 3D looking sort of one. You know how many times you've bagged people on this show for putting it up on their Facebook page or having ultrasound parties. You want to put it up on our Facebook no, page? No, you've already done that twice. Oh, we can stick it, we'll can stick the latest ultrasound up you on the You are so uh, hypocritical. Oh, wow. Anyway, we just spun the wheel. Stacker Games on there, and that's what we spun up. What are you wearing? Hi, Daniel. Good morning. Okay, so we're going to ask what you're wearing today. We're going to try and guess what you're doing. If we can't, you're off to the movies. No worries. Okay. So Dan- what are you wearing, Daniel? Oh, sorry, you should ask because of the... What? Because of why? Because you usually ask. No, please, you go. Daniel, what are you wearing? Okay. I'm wearing some steel cap Blunston. Some yeah. um, hard jacket pants yeah. and a drill shirt okay. and a beanie. Hard jacket pants and a drill shirt. Is any of the clothing fluoro? Uh, no. Okay. Any more questions? All I don't. Blue. It's all blue. Yeah. All right. We're going to drop the cone of silence and we'll be right yeah. back with you. Sounded like the mothership was coming to collective. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's all blue. I wish it would come and collect you. Like I'm just. You're um, not from here. Steel cap, all blue, non fluoro. Yeah, he's a trade. He's a carpenter. He's a builder. Indoor. Yeah. You have this thing where you believe that all builders are in fluoro gear, and they're not. No, if they're indoor, they're not. Yes. But if they're outdoor, they've got to be, don't they? No, they don't. 
They don't have to be in fluoro gear. They don't. Well, I don't know about that. I think I um, would know. Blue. See, blue makes me think mm. water. What? A lot of trader gear is blue. But don't carpenters wear, like, brown, beige, oh. bone, tan? And blue. I think he's a plumber. Oh, okay. We'll go with what? No, but you think he's a carpenter. I do. I've had experience with many tradies. <laughs> Sometimes you just ring up and get a tradie around for no reason. Oh, yeah, I break my own pipes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this looks like this pipe has been broken as I was walking up the driveway. How do you know that? Well, your blinds were open. We, we actually saw you this time. Okay, we'll go ready? with Carpenter. Yeah. All right. Daniel? Yeah. Are you a carpenter? No. What are you? I'm a fitter. Oh, he's a fitter. Doing boats. You're trying to act manly. You don't know yeah. what that is, Paul. What is a fitter, Paul? Well, he, he fits... Um, yeah? He fits. Put a spoon in his mouth. Uh, fitting engines and pumps and whatever. And, oh, I hadn't finished, mate. Fitting engines and pumps and <laughs> things like that. Well so. done. You're off to the movies. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Australia's getting ready for a... Hits Paul and Woody podcast. See 100.9. Paul and Woody. Uh, we've still got your week according to the stars with Astra Holden on the way. And this week, we are going to give this away before the end of the week. Yeah. It's our hottie of the month. Oh, I love it. Thanks I've seen to the Harvey ad. Norman. I've seen it. Love it. What, because you're in it? Oh. I mean, a bit of it. I think a bit of me was cut, but anyway, that'll be a meeting later. <laughs> See, I hate doing those ads. Oh. No, because I just don't... Are you big to do them? I do not. Oh, put me on the telly, put me on no. the telly. But this one is a... Well, you've seen it. Mm. And it's a portable Bluetooth speaker. It's a Sony XB40. It's sexy, isn't it? It's awesome because you can take it anywhere. You can stick it in the backyard, you can stick it in the house. You can it's take durable it. too. Oh, well then take it camping. Or to the beach. Yep. Or to the pool. I mean, there's, we could run through all the I'll places. I'll do them all. No, that's okay. That's a podcast. I'll do it on a podcast. <laughs> you, just, you can do a solo podcast. All right. Uh, you just got to wait for it to get hot in here and then 13, 12, 16 to get yourself on Hobart's Shorter Standby Loop. Are you ready? Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it on, turn it up, my radio. Hits Paul and Woody for Maccas. Try McCafe's best blend yet at a McCafe drive through near you. We've got bar tabs to give away, $50 yes. worth. Brilliant. Um, it's just good to start the week being grateful, isn't it? Yeah, and being Bef- positive. Before the negativity starts with this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Let's not get bogged down in negativity. Let's just start on <laughs> on a good footing. So, look, if you want to give a shout-out to anyone, 13, yes. 12, 16, and we'll shout you drinks That's at right. Hotel Soho. See you back at Soho. Mm. You've got to have a lot to be grateful for. Do you want me to go first? Yes, give thanks. Okay, give thanks. I'd like to give thanks for SBS On Demand. Great! I didn't realise it existed. Right. I've only just found it thanks to The Handmaiden's Tale. And now I've moved on to Versailles. Is it good? It's brilliant. And you know what I love about it is that I've only just come across it. So it's into its second season. So I'm... You can binge. I can binge. And so SBS On Demand, not a sponsor of mine. No. I don't know if they have sponsors. Do they sponsor commercial radio stations? <laughs> I don't think Not too sure. So. SBS. Do just, they have all the movies that, that they put on that, SBS? Because a lot of people 
Oh, now I'm getting negative. But I don't like it when radio announcers do these plugs and you know they're getting something for free. Yes, that's right. Frustrates me. It is. It, it is. Anyway, back to positivity. But, uh, and it is genuinely frustrating because you know that sometimes the pockets of these radio announcers are being lined yeah. by businesses just to give a bit of a shout-out. I'd like to give a shout-out to the ladies at Big W. Oh, at, don't do that. What? We can't do no, that. No, I went to Big W oh up in Glenorchy on the weekend. And a couple of the lovely ladies at the front desk alerted my attention to the two-for-eight offer on baby's clothing. How much clothing do you oh, need? This kid's going to have a different outfit. And do you know, I, I don't think I've spent more than $4 on a single item of baby's clothing. And I was getting two-for-eight, so that's another four bucks each. You've got a problem. I've been baby shopping with you. Was it mm-hmm. Big W or Kmart? You cheated on one of them. No, we went up to Big W Kingston. That's right. <laughs> you know they all have the same stuff, right? No. Why are you dragging? Kingston gets good stuff. No, what, they what do. What are you saying about the Big no, W? No, I'm not saying that Glenorchy or East Lake So you're saying bad, don't go to those? But I've got, no, I'm saying go there. But I've gone to Kingston and I reckon they get some boxes that the other stores don't get. But your eyes light up and it's almost like an addict. That's what you're like, feeding an addiction. That's what it was like we in there. We got a great little pair of track pants on the throwout rack. <laughs> When you were with me, oh, no, we did. That was nice of you to hold the things as well as I was walking through. I oh, know. And then I get you to carry my bags to the car. Then we went for a coffee. <laughs> okay, it was so much fun. This is supposed to be a positive segment. Yeah, it is twelve sixteen. If you want to give a shout out, could be anyone. Yep. Could be to a girl you hooked up with over the weekend. Just yeah. if you want to give thanks, yeah, we want to fix you up with a bar tab. That's right. $50 worth. Because we're starting the week on a positive note. Paul and Woody. Just a young gun with the... Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Let's hit 100.9. Now, with Paul and Woody, we'll rub the crystal balls. Your weekly Zodiac star guide, Astra Holden. But your week according to the stars, it is Astra Holden. Morning, Astra. Good morning, Paul and Woody. I just, um... Just, I just checked my contract, and I, I noticed that you didn't have me on after 8 o'clock last Monday. I do a spot early in the morning and then one after 8. Yeah, we ran out of time. Okay, right, I just wanted to check that because you still get billed for that, even if it didn't play. We actually pay you for this? Yeah. Okay. Right. So, I, I don't want to... I know this is sort of behind-the-scenes yeah, chat. Is. But if you just if you reference page sixteen on my contract, it, it says twice a morning on a Monday. So yeah, okay. Maybe you could sort that out with Apprentice Mason. Also, no, I don't want to get bogged down in this. Okay. But let's just remember that. Okay. Yeah. Aries and oh. Taurus. Wow. So it looks like the finals will include the Crows, the Giants, Melbourne Cats, Port Eagles. I think we're all thinking the same thing. Who gives a toss? <laughs> Gemini Cancer and Leo. I'm just checking in to see if Donald Trump is yet to call out white supremacists, the KKK and the Nazis. No, still hasn't done it. Mm. Virgo, Libra and Scorpio. This week, Will Hodgman will outline a plan for his second term in government. But he hasn't called an election yet. Which is a bit like buying the wedding ring before you've proposed to Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Sagittarius and Capricorn. Luke Hodge played his last game for the Hawks in Launceston yesterday. Yeah. He was asked for a comment, but you've never seen a man run so fast to get to an airport. Aquarius. Rumour has it that the Queen and Prince Charles have made a succession plan agreement for when she turns 95. 
It's very similar to the Mick Malthouse Nathan Buckley succession plan agreement. And finally, Pisces, hmm. just, just checking in again to see if Donald Trump has condemned the white supremacists. Nope, still not yet. That is your week according to the stars with Astra Holden. Thank you, Astra. Thank you, Paul and Woody. It's Paul and Woody podcast. Dream come true. Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul, Paul's still laughing. Oh, it's you've got to stop. Gotta see the you've been laughing about this now for nearly an hour. <laughs> you've got to see it's... the footage of um, <laughs> just stop of Tom it. Cruise trying to jump from one building to another. But he's, he's all right. He's safe because he had the safety harness and the fishing line or whatever. Yeah, but it didn't carry him far enough, so he slammed into the side of the building. <laughs> See, that's not funny. Like, he does most of his stunts. He's, he does. He's he... filming Mission Impossible 6 yeah. at the moment. And as he leaped, yeah, he just didn't quite make it. Maybe he See, thought you're the, trying not to laugh. the mighty um, Xenu or whatever it is from Scientology was going <laughs> to... You know, isn't... I don't know if Xenu is the one that's buried in the earth. Xenu. Or is Xenu... The one in the sky. I don't know. He might have thought that he was going to get a helping hand from the um, the uh, the marmites or whatever they call them. <laughs> you know the um, when you hold the thing and it goes and it tells you how many marmites you've got. I've been watching a lot of those Scientology documentaries. Marmite. Actually, if you want to buy some books from me, I've got <laughs> they're only about two hundred dollars each. No, he was he's trying to be a hero because. He looks at his films like um, Top Gun mm. and even Mission Impossible 1, 2 and 3 and he was a younger guy and he still wants to be macho and manly. Mm-hmm. And we've all been there. Have, have you? Oh, of course I couldn't imagine us. you. Oh, what, with yes. your lady claw hammer? And... <laughs> 13, 12, 16, if you've <laughs> seen someone or indeed you have been injured when trying to be a manly man, I was at a house party a couple of years back were you invited? Yeah, yeah, I was invited okay. to this one. And there was a wall at the back of the garden, and it was like one of those concrete block walls, like almost made out of cinder blocks, and it was quite high. And at that particular point in time, parkour was all the rage. I don't even know what that is. It's where you jump from things. Oh. You know, you jump from building to building or wall to wall. You didn't. And everyone was doing parkour. So um, my mate said to me, do you reckon you could parkour over that wall? That you're setting you up because they... And I looked at it and, yeah, I had a skinful. But I looked at it and I thought to myself, I reckon I could parkour that wall. <laughs> oh I don't even know if I'm using... Is parkour an adjective or a noun? I don't know. I think so, we're, we're leaving people with more questions out of this. So I thought, I'm going to parkour that wall. So I jumped at the wall. <laughs> you jumped at the wall. And, like, I got a bit of footing and I managed to sort of get the top half of my body over the wall. <laughs> But what happened was because it was a wall made of cinder blocks, my belt got caught on the top of the wall and as I sort of fell over the other side of the wall, my belt stayed on the wall and my trousers (laughs) started to come down. So I was stuck suspended over the wall with my rear pointing at the party and my pants around my knees. Isn't that your normal position at these parties? <laughs> it's Paul and Woody podcast. Paul and Woody, I feel like it's going to get hot in here. Oh, yeah. Inside the next 20 minutes. 13, 12, 16, as soon as it does, get yourself on Hobart's shortest standby list. Huge. To score, this isn't, it's thanks to Harvey Norman. Yeah. It's a hottie of the month.
It's going to be given away this week. It's a Sony XB40. It's a portable Bluetooth speaker and it's waterproof. Waterproof. So you can take it to the beach, camping. Yep. Bathtub. Shower. Sink. I mean... Hang on. Car wash. (laughs) To visit the seal down at Muir's. The platypus in the... Rivulet. I mean, we can list... Are we playing a... Was this Radio Snap, is it? I thought it was Radio Snap. We list things that are water-based until we say the same thing at the same time. Oh, my God. I wish you had told me that. But you just won. Because I wouldn't have left your mic on. <laughs> Wait for it to get hot in here. Nelly's styling in 13, 12, 16. Hamish and Andy's final year on radio is all about fun. We're here for fun. Yes. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. I'm trending now at hit.com.au. The Queen has sat down with Prince Charles behind closed doors at Buckingham Palace and they've worked out a succession plan. For him to be king... Well, whether or not he's called king, we don't know. But she's suggesting to Prince Charles that if she's still alive in four years, when she's 95... I can't believe the way she gets around. I know, it's almost like she's lived an entire life of privilege. (laughs) When she hits 95, if she's still alive, she'll take a back seat. But I think she still wants to be called queen. <laughs> so I think Prince Charles will get to go and cut the ribbons and she'll just stay in the palace drinking, what is it, six drinks a day. Well, you've got to celebrate, don't yeah. you, being 92. She'll be pickled. She'll live forever. Yeah. <laughs> Trending. <laughs> wow. How is this? Batch chat. A batch chat. Oh, my God. OMG. I thought Massive. this was fake news. All right. So the Daily Mail is reporting this one as his new idea. So let's all take it with a grain of salt. But this is what is being suggested. Richie and Alex have broken up because Richie wouldn't move from Perth to live with Alex in Melbourne with Alex and her daughter. Since then, Alex has a new partner. The partner is a 31-year-old chef from Melbourne that she may have met through a footy club. And the partner is a woman. Yeah. A woman by the name of Megan Luxa. She's a chef. I wonder if Indian's her specialty. Oh, no, it's Malaysian, I think, Luxa. Racist on two counts. That's... What, it feels like everyone out of Richie's season found love, but Richie... That's right. Girls and most of them girls. found love with... Yes. Other girls. There's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. But Richie's still the one that's single. Richie is the common denominator. Now, as I have said, New Idea have reported this. The Daily Mail have reported this. But there's photos of Alex and Megan together. So good on her. Trending. For the latest trending now on Scoop. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. This is phone topic roulette. We're going to pitch some phone topics at you, Hobart. If one interests you... 13, 12, 16. You can end the segment at any time by calling that number. You seem quite enthusiastic. Why don't you get the ball rolling this morning? Oh, you forgot to prepare any, didn't you? No, I've got a few. Have you? Uh, okay. Yeah, I just got to find where I put them. I wanted to talk about, did you see this? Uh, AFL fan, this has gone crazy on the socials, who was caught feasting on a cheese platter with smashed avocados at his seat in the MCG. Yeah, I, I dare say that would be in the MCC and that would be a Melbourne supporter when they took on the Saints this weekend. I love this. 
because now people are starting to say what they've what they've seen smuggled in. Another person said a man had a whole salmon stashed in his bag. No. Yes. An entire salmon. My concern is not so much the cheese platter, but the knife used to cut the cheese. So that's why I, I yeah. can't, you can't take an umbrella into the MCG, but people are taking <laughs> no. cheese knives. What? That's why I wanted to ask. What if you? What if you BYO'd your own food? Yeah. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Because I do this at the cinema. Right. I know someone that does this at the cinema here, yeah, you've said and you, you do create it. like your own gold class. So if you don't want to fork out for gold class, I've taken in my own cheese platter. I've also taken in my own butter because I like melted butter on popcorn. So, so you pour the butter. I pour the butter oh, right. over the popcorn because they used to do that at the cinemas. So you zap, zap prior, it in the micro prior. Put it in a little container. Yeah. Oh, and this idea. person has even maybe I'm not suggesting you do this, but smuggled in a little a little one of those little bottles of champagne. No, you're not allowed to do that. Um, <laughs> I've got I've got a trick that I do with my popcorn. What I do is I get the bottom of the popcorn and I cut a hole in it. Okay. I, yeah. That's, <laughs> I wanted to talk about where you no, be wired um, food. When my brother and I used to go to the footy together, if it was a cold day, we'd get a thermos mm. and we'd fill it with boiling water and then we'd put hot dog sausages in it and then put the lid on and then take a six ba- pack of our you own are buns. You're joking, aren't you? Yeah, six pack of our own buns and then we'd take a, a bottle of tomato sauce. Oh and then you can have them at any time you want them. And if you want to get really fancy, you take a little pair of tongs. So you can stick your tongs in the thermos and pull your sausage out, your hot dog, and then you pop it in your bun. And you pre-cut your bun so you don't have to take uh, a knife in your bun. We're doing this in real time. Mm. I'd so want what I used pe- to do with the popcorn, right, is you get I'd the popcorn want a, I would want a pair of and, tongs um, to touch your sausage. You know, <laughs> are we still talking about the popcorn? Okay. But don't order the small. Because the trick doesn't work as well with the small. Because what you want to do is you, oh, get, can we just... you get the big one and then oh. they've got to really fish around. You, have you even got a topic yes, to the table? Yes, I do. I want to know, where did they have a whiz? What? Uh, a Brisbane train was stuck for two and a half hours and the doors were stuck closed, so passengers had to start whizzing in the oh, train. No. Whizzing in the train. I want to know where you spotted someone having a whiz. And are you... Have you spotted a few people having a whiz? Well, I'll put one forward. You did The it. fountain at Salamanca. No, I didn't do it. People do it in the fountain at Salamanca. I know. And then people swim in it in summer. I know. It's horrible. <laughs> 13, 12, 16. I want to know bizarre things you've written. Mm. Like, well, what's the most bizarre thing you've written? Oh, this is off the back of last week's episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, but I don't want to say what she was writing. Well, I think you just did. Oh, what? You should have said what they were writing. Oh, what they were and writing. And then it wouldn't have narrowed it oh. down to Daenerys. Well, it doesn't matter anyway because it didn't work. Okay. So. Did you think they heard me when I said, where did they whiz? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think that's the Weekdays problem. from 8am, 100.9. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. <laughs> Dance Party Monday. They're going up. Just got hot in here, which means we're doing this. 100.9 Hit Hope.
Oh my god, you could fill your house with all the prizes that they've given us to give away. And this week we are giving away how cool is this? It's the Sony XB40 Extra Bass Portable Bluetooth Speaker. Awesome. So essentially what it is is you can take it anywhere. anywhere. It's waterproof, you yep. can take it camping. Yep. It's like having a stereo system, but it's a really good size. Yes, great size. Um so all you have to do this week is to wait for it to get hot in here, Nelly style in 13, 12, 16. To get yourself on Hobart's shortest standby list. Yep. Hey Beck. Hey, how you going? So good. Did you just get hot? I did, I did. Excellent. Uh, this morning we've been listing all the wet places oh, that we could use the Bluetooth okay. speaker. I, of course, suggested the beach. Would you like to add to the list, Beck? Um, I'll say the shower. Great, 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 great <laughs> idea. Bung it on in the shower. Yes. And what would be the first song on the playlist if you are in the shower, Beck? Oh, uh, depends what mood I was in, I guess. Okay. Um, Can we? Is this... It's riveting. This could be an off-air chat, it maybe? It really could. Okay, all right. I mean, if yeah. you want to play this off-air... Well, if you were in an excitable mood, what would the oh, song be, okay. Beck? Um, oh, yeah, I've got too many to choose from. Okay. <laughs> should have left it. Yeah, I should have left it a bit <laughs> earlier, get out on the high. Yeah. I think I pushed her to the limit. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, well done to you, Ben. Uh, You've got a one in four shot uh, taking that home. If you missed out, we're doing it again trying to from 6am tomorrow. Bring a bit of colour to it, that's all. Then I'll keep my mouth shut next time. Okay, that's good. Are you ready? Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it on, turn it up. Kids, Paul and Woody for Maccas. Try McCafe's best blend yet at a McCafe drive-thru near you. Well, I'm going to take Hobart behind the scenes. There's a bit of audio that Apprentice Mace took off mm. of me on Friday when we spoke to the Ed Sheeran winner, and it's been sent around this office, and I've been yeah. mocked. It was an all-staff email. Um, I've got it actually it's, in the system if you want to play it. It's bullying. <laughs> That's oh, what no, it is. It's not. It's, it's having a laugh. It's a laugh at my expense because yeah. I asked this question. Yeah, on the radio. Yeah. But... You put it out there. Have you got a pet sheep? I do. What's is... his name? Giselle. Does she, does she live in the house or does she... She's not in the freezer, is she? <laughs> no, she's not oh. in the freezer. <laughs> is she... And does she know any tricks or... Tricks. No, no, not really. What are you laughing at me <laughs> No, but I want to know what tricks you thought the sheep would be able to do. Sit, drop, roll oh, over, right. I don't know. Ride a unicycle. <laughs> oh, great, so Mason's laughing. Well, oh, can God. you Google that, Mason? Can sheep... You've can you been t- watching those Wallace and Gromit movies again. <laughs> can you teach a sheep tricks? Can you oh, Google actually, that? do you ever throw the bone for the oh, sheep to okay. fetch? Yeah, all right. Not no, a lamb bone. I don't, I don't throw a bone. No. Um, I can hand feed it, though. So Ron's having a laugh because I believe a sheep could do a trick. No, I was going to make sure my microphone's turned off here because I've got some people in the background laughing at you. You were thinking of the movie Babe. No, I'm not. When they pile up on you know, minute. other animals can do tricks other yeah, than dogs, which course. is why I'm going to ask on Hobart on 13, 12, 16, do you have an animal or a pet that can do a trick other than a dog? Okay, great. Maybe you've got a sheep that... Can sit. You're not going to get fetch. a sheep. Yeah, yes, I might. No, you won't. You can train a sheep. You get cats that can, birds. Okay. A dog. Come on. A yeah. sheep, rather. Maybe you've got a goldfish and you've taught it to do donuts in the water. Like oh. anything. But the goldfish. It gets worse. 
Oh, great. That's funny, is it, Mason? But a goldfish doesn't have any short-term memory. But oh, how do you know that? How do we know that it has no short-term? Short-term or long-term? Either, I don't think. How do you know that, Because it though? just goes around and around in circles. Where is it supposed to go? It's in a bowl. You're saying that, that it can do a figure eight. Okay, well, I just want to ask. 13, 12, Can you 16? Google that, Mason? The memory oh. of a goldfish. What's the... I know... Because I don't think it's got a memory of more than a minute. I wish I didn't working with you. You brought so, this to the table. Because well, I, d- I want now to Now you've ask had it Hobart. twice on here. You had it on here Friday and you sounded the fool, and now you've sounded like the oh. fool again. <laughs> I think 12, 16, if you've got a pet, they can do something. Not dogs. Other things. Right. Okay? I, w- I would allow dog calls as well because I think that you're, you're cutting down an already very short list. In the meantime, Hobart, if you're from the west side of the bridge and you'd like to win a hungie, give us a call right now on 13, 12, 16. Everybody's looking for love. Oh, ain't that the reason you're at... Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Well, you're a cheater. Oh, I made what... an error. No, you... I made an error. I'm it's sorry. wishful thinking. You just asked for people from the west side to call in for this $100 cash. So what do we get? A full line of... West side callers. I'm sorry to waste your time, guys, but we've got to carry over loser from the west, so I actually need someone from the east. So if you want to call right now, 13, This is 12, why 16. I tried not to get involved in the... What, the, just the basics of a show? Yeah, you know, I just, I, I, I just make this error of bogging myself down in this stuff, and I really shouldn't. It's called you know? details. Yeah. I'm not a details man. I'm a big picture sort of guy. Oh, God. What's big your, ideas okay, guy. What's your big picture then? Why did you stuff up? Which side I'm the announcing bridge? in the next 10 minutes a way that someone listening to this show could go overseas. Oh, okay. Sure, so yeah. that's pretty big picture. Yeah, that, isn't that, it? That, isn't that it, is. guys? Yeah, it is. Oh. That's fight. On Hits, Ball and Woody. We're about to find the superior side of the Derwins. This is Sure of Origin, powered by Cash Converters. Sell your quality items now for instant cash, and you could win a car. Thanks for calling through so fast, Hobart. We yep. do have a carryover loser from the west side. Hi, Tyan. Tian. Sorry. Hello. Hello, I'm so sorry. That's okay. <laughs> uh, no pressure on you, but the east side winning on Friday and donating the cash to the Hobart Dogs Home. Yeah, we don't have to always do that. Okay. okay. <laughs> From the east side taking on Jess today. Hi, Jess. Hey. Okay, this is how it works. Um, Jess, what's your charity of choice today? <laughs> no, there's no expectations. There's uh, no expectations. Okay, three questions. You can buzz in at any time. Your buzzer is the side of the bridge you live on. Are you ready to go? Yep. Yes. How do we know Pinocchio is lying? West. East. Tian. His nose grows. Bingo on the board. What is the name for a group of sheep? West. East. West was first, Tian. A flock. Oh, my God. Two from two. It's the fastest win we've ever seen. Right, well, it's pretty... It's out of control. It was just bang, bang. She came out of the blocks. It was like Sally Pearson on the weekend. Good on you, Tian. <laughs> right. Thanks. Uh, Jess, you will be back. As that carryover loser tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. she's still thinking about her charity. <laughs> okay, Paul and Woody. Glorious, glorious, got a chance to start again. I was born for this. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Glorious, glorious, got a chance to start again. I was born for this, born for this. It's who I 
on Hobart's hit 100.9. I put oh, Prentice Mason's phone on, but he's he's jam-packed there because the lines are going yeah. nuts, okay. aren't they? Right. Sorry, I'm just taking calls in the um, background here. It's about these sheeps doing yeah. tricks. You're all, you were all laughing, yeah, weren't okay. you? Well, you were all laughing. I, I still remains to be seen if a sheep can do a trick. And this so. audio has been sent around the office, people laughing about it. Have you got a pet sheep? I do. What's <laughs> its name? Giselle. <laughs> does, she, does she live in the house or does she... She's not in the freezer, is she? <laughs> no, she's not oh. in the freezer. <laughs> is she... Good. And does she know any tricks or... No, no, not really. What are you laughing at me <laughs> for? No, but I want to know what the tricks you thought the sheep would be able to do. drop, roll oh, over, no. I don't know. Ride a unicycle. <laughs> Everyone laughed at my question. Yeah, yeah, I still am because I'm yet to see any evidence of a sheep being able to do some sort of significant trick. Well, that's why I'm asking on 13, 12, 16... I don't want dogs. You wanted me to open it to dogs. Okay. I didn't want to. I just want to know what pet do you have and what trick can it do okay. outside of a dog? Okay. Hi, Emma. <coughs> Hi, how are you? Yeah, good. Do you have a pet? Yeah, I do. I've, um, I've got a pet pig called Kevin and he can sit. See? See? this? But once again... A pig that can sit. Of course. Isn't this yep. brilliant? But yes. He, he but, can sit. <laughs> I'm sorry, Emma, but what is... Banging on as if we said pigs couldn't do it. I, at no point did I say that a pig couldn't. I've seen the pigs jumping across the bridges and in the water up at the Royal Hobart Show before. It's sheep that can't. How do you teach a pig to sit? Um, I taught him with banana. He like really likes banana, so I just kind of put it above his head and told him to sit. So now he sits. <laughs> do you believe, as a pig owner, Emma, that? Scientists are correct when they say that pigs have the intelligence of a three-year-old child. Yeah, he's pretty clever. <laughs> great. Oh, that is great. Thank you so much for your call, Emma. This is... Thank you so much. A pet pig called Kevin. So thus far, still no sheep. Uh, hi, Tony. Hi, how are you going? So good. Do you have a pet? I do. I actually have a ram. Oh, this could be the greatest okay. call of my life. <laughs> can your ram do tricks? He can, yes. All right. Well, let's just hear her out okay. because I want to hear the evidence here. Right. Okay, so I have an eight-year-old son who my ram has grown up with, and my son can actually run down the paddock and then stand there and put his hand up, and the ram will run towards him and then stop right in front of his hand. Okay. Yeah, so he can stop. So the ram knows to stop. What are you laughing at this woman for? wait for him to run down the paddock, and then as soon as he puts his hand up, that's his cue to run, and then he stops right in front of his head. See, this is movie kind of stuff. That is. This is no, yeah. no, This is like Red Dog. That's what this is like. I don't know. Well, it is. I mean, that dog was jumping on utes and well, <laughs> healing. What's and, next? I mean, okay. we're, we're stopping and we're starting. I'd be getting this ram into movies on the next episode of Rosehaven. <laughs> hey, what's next? What are we teaching the ram next? Um, well, he does uh, headbutt on cue, so if you put your fist in front of him, he'll headbutt your fist, but See, that's is... about all he okay. can do at the moment. At the um, moment, but, yeah. I mean, I love the running one, but I'm thinking the the, the headbutting might be a defence mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> if you come at the ram with a fist, maybe the ram's just looking after itself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, it is called a ram. <laughs> That's great. Oh, thanks for That's your great. call, Tony.
good. Thank you. Appreciate it. Is that what you was, was that what you were after? You yeah, that sort like of level the, of training where in which the ram runs down the hill and stops before it hits the child. Well, yes, that's okay. that right. is a trick because we used to have a ram and it didn't do that. It would just charge you and knock you over. What? What are you laughing at me for? So this is what, well, now we're getting to the root of the problem. What? You had a ram as a child. And the ram never did tricks for you. Oh, God. This is... I didn't realise. I feel sorry that we've made fun of you now. You have issues. <laughs> it's Paul and Woody podcast. Point nine, Paul and Woody. Okay. You promise do not let women and men of Hobart down. Don't say it's big if it's no. not going to be big. Huge. After the news. Yes. Straight after the news. How you could win an overseas Holiday on us. Holiday or holidays? Because you said earlier that there that it was is a plural. choice. There's a choice. I'm not talking about Melbourne because I don't want to no, be tricked no, into. No, that's not overseas. No, you'll need a passport. And you're not going to do one of those ones where you go, we're sending you to Perth, but then it's Perth in Tassie. No, we won't do that. Okay. That's a good one. No, don't. No, no, don't. we're not going to do that. You'll you'll need your passport, okay. and you will be given a choice as to where you want to go next. Yes. Australia. It's Paul and Woody podcast. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it out, check it out, check it out. Turn it up, turn it up. Check it out, check it out. It's Paul and Woody's for Maccas. Try Mick Cafe's best blend yet at a Mick Cafe drive-thru near you. Don't let Hobart down. You've been promising big no. things. All right. Overseas holidays. Who wants one? This is what I want you to do. Jump on hit.com.au and mm. register. You could be going overseas on us, and I'm not talking overseas to Melbourne. <laughs> I'm just waiting for that. I'm no, waiting for the no, punchline. No, because you've done car battery giveaways. Yeah, no, this car is, no trivialise it. Okay, I'm just. This is a choice between Bali and Vegas. You have not. Yep, and all you've got to do is register online at hit.com.au and ask yourself the question: Are you Hobart? Prepared to live with Woody or I. What do you mean live with? What, what does that mean? For a fortnight. What do you mean? So we live Having with us someone... in your house. How, what, what, what is that? How? What, you're not prepared to live in someone's house for a fortnight? Just for a bit of fun? I'd be more worried about the person than, <laughs> than me. I have had some items manufactured. Like what? Life-size cardboard cutouts. Oh, this is of you. That is such a and me. This is, is this just an excuse because you you've been wanting these for ages? <laughs> so now you've taught. No, you have. You've always wanted a life-size cardboard cutout of yourself. I would thank you not to bring my dreams and aspirations to, to honest, air. You know when this started? It started because you saw Grant Denya down at Just Cuts. When you said to me that day, you took a photo of it and you sent it to me and you said, I don't care. what you know, When I get fired, before I get fired, I have to have one of these cardboard, cardboard cutters. Cut You're not Grant Denya. Neither am I. I have to thank McDonald's. For oh, coming on board, I want you to try they? McCafe's best blend yet at a McCafe drive-through near you. I cannot stress this enough. The way to get involved is to register at hit.com.au if you are prepared to live with Woody in your house for two weeks. Imagine, or, can you imagine what people are going to do to me. 
Oh, it's going to be awesome. Or you can live with me for two weeks. You could be flying to Bali or Vegas. That is how much I'll tell you thus far. Okay. All right. I told you to be big. It's Paul and Woody. Passports yeah. required. Why am I not surprised you made it about yourself? What? And now I'm dragging me along with it. Hit 100.9. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Robots hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. Well, you all laughed, didn't you? The entire office laughed. Yeah, right. Audio was sitting, being sent around. Yeah. Everyone was having a good laugh at me because I asked last week on radio yeah. if sheep, sheep could do tricks. Wait, there's so many people in this building laughing right now. Yeah, but you know what? The laugh's on all of you. So you can take back your laugh. Is this you doing smack yes. talk? Yes. Are you trash talking us? I'll send that audio to everyone. Take yeah. back your laughs, guys. Stop it. Hey, Paul, take, take, back. take back your laugh. I hope you kept receipts for those laughs <laughs> because you're taking them back. Now, I'm still yet to be convinced no. that these are genuine sheep tricks because I don't think sheeps can do tricks. Yeah, well, we had, we had a rammer before. We had someone that has a ram mm. and it taught the ram to run on command and then as soon as he puts his hand up, the ram stops. Right. Rams aren't meant to do that. Rams yeah. are meant to ram. But it's not exactly fetching a stick, is it? That is very, Come very on. clever. Yeah. Lee? Well, I had a pet sheep when I was young and I taught a trick. I used to teach it how to jump over my arm. So I'd pull his left arm up and it'd jump over it. How it's high was your arm off the ground? Oh, about, about a metre. The sheep can jump a metre? Yeah, yeah. So it was it was not bad. Like... Just over 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 the over years, I sort of I throw feet on my arm and jump over it and get higher and higher as we, you know. But yeah, I've taught it how to do a few things, and yeah. Does that mean a sheep could jump in the back of a ute? Yeah. Well, how did you teach it? What did you use to teach it? Food. What kind of food? Schmackos or something? <laughs> no, no, no. It's like just like say our, our sheep and goats be like bread and stuff. So you loaf like, it, get some bread, throw it over arm, and run after it. See, That's and so it'd be something in front of us had to jump over it. So over time, it started to. Learn how to jump over and over it, and yeah. So, could yeah. you eventually remove the bread? Yes. See, this is brilliant. Hi, Donna. Hi. Uh, do you have a pet? Yeah, I used to live on a farm. It's sort of up there in Townsville. We um, used to breed the pigs, and there's one pig there likes a beer every day. <laughs> it drinks out of a beer bottle. It's like the beer. I'm, I'm the in Queensland. Up yep. Was that Clive Palmer? <laughs> <laughs> It's a horrible thing what? to say. Oh, well, we can't beat up on Clive Palmer anymore? No, you can't. <laughs> it's got to be a 4X beer, otherwise it won't drink it. <laughs> it's Paul and Woody podcast. Just off 9 o'clock on Hobart's Hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. If you become a hit VIP at hit.com.au, you are automatically in the running to see The weekend. We're going to send you to him. And his Starboy World Tour. Unbelievable stuff. Move it along, move it along. Mason show's coming through. Oh, the Mason yep. experience. Now, Mason. No, I want. Sorry, just try that again with a little bit more enthusiasm and happiness in your voice. It has ticked over to nine, so technically we're on his turf. Well, you do it then. The Mason experience is coming up in moments, and no doubt he will be talking to you about living with Paul and Woody. Oh, God. Yes. Are you prepared, Hobart, to have Paul or Woody in your home for a fortnight to win your way to Bali? I can't believe you've gone ahead with this. Or Vegas! He just wants himself to spread himself his seed. There there are 
life-size cardboard cutouts involved. Okay, and I'm storing them in my bedroom. Well, that's odd with me. No, I've turned your ones around. <laughs> okay, Mason's up next. Ready, ready to... Hits Paul and Woody podcast.